When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, I did not expect us to win this game at all, but hey, I am, I'm not going to complain. everyone welcome back to browns breakdowns uh, um today yes we are going to be breaking down the browns and we're going to be breaking down the victorious um cleveland browns who ended up beating the 49ers 19 to 17 now obviously the most significant thing about this game most likely probably was the fact that the 49ers were considered the best team in the entire NFL and were also undefeated. Now, the reason that this is a 6-6... Whoa, I don't know what I was saying there. The reason this is significant... I could not get that out of my mouth. The reason that it's significant is because they, at least at that moment, with one of the two undefeated teams left, and basically everyone considered the 49ers to be the best NFL team in the entire league right now uh with number two probably being the eagles number three being the lions and then i don't know who's after that i'm just throwing out things or at least they were the best team in the nfc if not the best team in the nfl and we walked in there or actually technically to be correct they walked in here because i'm pretty sure that was a home game and we we i was gonna say we whooped them but it was close the entire game uh, there was an, at no point in that game did someone come back from anything other than like a 10-point deficit. But it was a really, really, it was a terrible game. I mean, it sucked. It was so boring. It was just, nothing was happening that was interesting. But it was a defensive battle. And if you guys look back about three or three weeks-ish, people were calling the Browns the best defense in the entire league. The reason being was we had limited teams to, at that moment, uh, I don't actually have it pulled up, to a measly, let us see, 329, 32 points. That has how many points we had limited everyone to, 32 points. And then in the Ravens game, we got crushed, and then the 49ers game, we won. And the big thing about the 49ers game was the 49ers were considered the best defense in the entire league. And then we came in there with those two really good games, were considered the best defense in the league, had that Ravens game, and then the 49ers took back over the crown of best defensive team in the league. Um, but the thing about about that game was, is it was such a defensive battle, it was boring. 
And obviously, with uh, I'm talking a little fast, I think. <coughs> with defensive battles, um, <coughs> good lord, I like the tiniest thing. I don't know. Um, with defensive battles, it's going to be unbelievably boring. Now, if you like defensive battles, then that was like your heaven. That was the best time of your life. Um, personally. I think I like offensive battles more. I like more shootouts where it's like 40 to 38 or 37, I mean. But I'm 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 always down for a really good defensive battle. The thing about defensive battles is usually one team it starts off 0-0, then one team scores, then the other team scores and there's no scoring for like 3 quarters and then the fourth quarter the winning team drops like 17 points and the game's over. And it's boring. But, about, but this game, it was a back-and-forth game where no one could score. I mean, literally no one could get, a, could get a score for a while there. It was just super, super... I mean, it was like... It's just an unbelievably boring game. I mean, the first quarter took forever to happen. I mean, the first quarter was like the longest first quarter ever. And then when the Eagles game came on for the Jets, the Eagles-Jets game, their first quarter went by in like two seconds, and our first quarter took like an hour and a half. It was such an unbelievably boring game, but we came away with the win. It was a defensive battle, so that should have been expected, but man, that was such a good game to win because it puts us at 3-2. and two. Obviously, the division um, is still in right now the Ravens' hands, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, AFC North, I think is our division. Yeah. All right. We're, we are third place right now um, at three and two. The Steelers are ahead of us at three and two, but they won. And then the uh, the Ravens are four and two right now. So the it does kind of stink because we are kind of just having a lackluster season, but it's okay. That was a really, really, really big game. If we had lost that game, we would have fallen to two and three. We would have been last place in the division, and it would have been a very, very tough uphill battle to win the division and um, make the playoffs. Uh, a playoff berth was is still possible, and so probably was a um, a division title if we ended up winning. But I mean, fourteen and three is how much we would have had to, if we had won out after that game. Assuming we lost three more games, that's 10 and 6 that still probably gets you a division title maybe but yeah it was just not the best of games uh from the team but hopefully the team can bounce back uh or the team can bounce back from that lackluster game for the offensively offensively i should have probably mentioned that a little previously offensively the team probably is going to want to bounce back because that was not a good game offensively uh, our offense looked horrible for a while there. Of course, we didn't have Watson, but that still, I mean, but it's okay. I think everything will be fine. Now, getting into some stats real fast. Um, I think the main one, the main one I think I'm going to, I'm going to bring up is uh, Philip Walker or PJ Walker. Uh, PJ went 18 for 34 for 192 yards and two interceptions. Now, that's that's not a bad game. What, what, wait, hold on. That's not what I'm going to say. That is not a good game, but it is not a horrible game. That is a below average game, but it is not like 
that awful. Um, we all knew PJ Walker wasn't going to be like our Lord and Savior and win us like 42 to 10 or something. Um, we knew he wasn't going to drop like 40 points, especially considering he was facing what was considered the best defense in the entire NFL. Um, they still probably are top five right now. Top three, probably. I don't know who's number one. Might be the Browns. I don't know. Might still be the 49ers. Who has any idea right now? Um, but we all knew he wasn't going to go out there and drop 40 points. We all know that wasn't going to happen. So I think our, our expectations were still pretty low. I think we all figured this was going to be a, a low uh, scoring, a low stat sheet, a low box box score game but I don't think we expected it to be this poor 192 yards and two interceptions for the backup isn't actually that bad um that's still below average but anyway we did not have a good quarterback game but if you look at Brock Purdy who is considered like insane I don't know why I still think he's a good quarterback but that was a really bad game uh, he was only 12 for 27 for 125 yards, a touchdown interception. Now that is a bad game. That is a bad game. I mean, 125 yards, a touchdown and an interception is really bad, especially for the starting quarterback. If Watson went out there and threw that many, he would be getting hated on by 68% of the, uh, of the Browns franchise because, but Purdy is like, He's the success story, so everyone's still riding his bandwagon. I still think he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's Patrick Mahomes like everyone thinks he is. I don't think anyone thinks that, but whatever. I think he's still a good quarterback. But it doesn't matter because we beat him. And honestly, I think our quarterback outplayed him. Uh, 12 completions for 125 yards is really bad. Now, Christian McCaffrey. I just want to throw out Christian McCaffrey for the running, the running side of the uh, the game, the running aspect. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the entire league, still probably is right now, even after this kind of mediocre game. 11 carries, 43 yards. Um, like, that's a go going against this, uh, this Browns defense. That is not a terrible game. I think the Browns defense is really, really solid, and I think that is just proof that we are good. And it's a huge confident. Co God, I can't speak today. Confidence boost for the team. Because if you look back to last year, we had an absolutely horrendous run defense um, in that last year. Uh, and so seeing Christian McCaffrey, I get it. He was a bit injured. He got injured at the like fourth quarter. He was out the whole, whole rest of the fourth quarter. Um, but man, I mean, that was a really, really, really good game uh, from from the run defense who we all know has been very very poor in recent years uh and then jordan mason had 27 yards ray ray mcleod the third as a wild name had 23 yards um and so going into the browns uh the browns running aspect jerome ford i mean he did pretty good 17 carries 84 yards i mean that is a pretty solid game from jerome ford that's actually a plus game. Um, I think that would definitely be a plus game, uh, plus game from him as a, a good stat line. Uh, obviously, he didn't have a, t a touchdown, but we only had one touchdown that entire game. 
I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we only had one touchdown. It was uh, a bunch of field goals. Uh, and so the running game, Kareem Hunt, uh, Kareem Hunt had the one touchdown. He was, um, well, hold on. Before I actually tell you Kareem Hunt's stat line, I would like to quickly slide in some ads. So we'll be right back as I quickly um, toss in some ads. So yeah, sit tight and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay, everyone, welcome back to Brown's Breakdowns. Now, today, uh, we are partners of Fanatical L's Network and Fans First, uh, First Sports Network. Don't forget that. Can never forget that. Um, we were talking about Kareem Hunt's stat line. So, Kareem Hunt was 12 for 47 for a touchdown. That is, I mean, that's terrible. 12 for 47 is uh, not good by itself, but the extra touchdown made it just a little bit better. So he didn't have any sort of insane game, but he also didn't have like a bad game. I think he had a an average game, I think so. And so um, receiving-wise, let's go into receiving. Amari freaking Cooper. He is just insane. Should be banned. I don't think he deserves to continue to be in the NFL because he is too good. Uh, Amari Cooper was disgusting. He had one... His first big catch he basically grabbed the cornerback and said did you eat lunch today the cornerback responded with no why do you ask he's like all right cool and then he literally this i'm not joking obviously i don't think he said that he basically grabbed the cornerback launched off of him and just like knocked him into the ground i mean literally the cornerback was on his face on the turf and the reason i was making the joke that if he had anything for lunch was because coop put him into the dirt and gave him turf for lunch um, it was a really, 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 really good play. Let me pull it up on YouTube so I can maybe like illustrate it a little better, but it was just such a good play. Uh, the, oh man, it was just such an incredible play. Just watching him consistently just destroy the cornerback. So great. I got to watch it. Cam people ads. Ugh. Oh, never mind. State farm. I don't actually care. I'm going to mute this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Coop, Coop was looking really, really good. He had just some insane catches. He was looking like, I, uh, just such an incredible, incredible player. And he was basically carrying the team. So let's see, where's the, where's the catch? I want to see the catch. But the thing about Cooper's game was he, um, he did it all and made it look so unbelievably easy. It looked like, okay, okay, so what happens basically on the Cooper catch Amari Cooper so basically the cornerback is it's press coverage right it's press coverage so Cooper they hike the belt ball Cooper does a little stutter step before running so Cooper starts running forward and then he he's basically maybe a foot apart from him and the cornerback so Cooper basically does like a double move basically he cuts to the right like an inch and then fakes out and cuts back to the left and the cornerback just like falls on his butt like literally he just like stumbles and just falls over. I mean, the cornerback had no idea. He gets up pretty quickly, but yeah, Cooper catches it and runs for, uh, I'd say maybe 40 yards. Um, of course, this catch would have been a touchdown if Cooper wasn't like 30 years old uh, because he's he's old. Um, he's still incredible, don't get me wrong, but he is getting a little old. He is a bit slow, and Cooper was never really known for his incredible speed, but... 
I mean, if this was like Tyree Kill, that would have been touchdown. If it was any, if he was any faster, that would have been touchdown. I mean, he had just a mile. He had the entire field of green gas. Of green gas. Oh my God, green grass. There we go. Um, he, he had miles of green grass in front of him, and he only got caught because the linebacker caught up with him. Uh, so that was the first catch for Amari. And then the second catch was basically him just absolutely mossing the poor um, the poor DB. He just got absolutely destroyed. He ba Cooper basically just said, this is my football, and jumped upward. on The, the cornerback, he, Cooper jumped upward and was basically full extension, caught the ball, right? He caught the ball, and the cornerback's head like bounced off of his stomach, and he had no chance. It was such an incredible catch and then he managed to have the situational awareness to get both of his feet down perfectly and he didn't even fall over too that was the crazy part was he did his full extension and somehow managed to stay on his on his feet cooper is disgusting i don't think he should be allowed in the nfl because he's too good uh number two poor number two guys someone find number two for the 49ers and buy him a um Buy him a bouquet of bouquet of flowers. He was getting disrespected in that game. I mean, he was just getting absolutely just just utter. His ankles were just flying everywhere. Uh, does it tell us the numbers for the defensive players? It does. Um. Oh God, how am I supposed to say pronounce this? Diom Diom hmm. Diomador Lant. Leonor, I think is how you say it. He did have an interception, so I should probably talk trash about him. He did pick us off, but then again, um, yeah, it was a fun game. He did really, really well. Uh, we only let up, I think, two sacks, three sacks. I think it was only a few. Yeah, we only let up two sacks. Um, Miles Garrett, uh, he did pretty good, but it's Miles Garrett, so we shouldn't be shocked. Defensively, we had that one interception coming from Martin Emerson Jr. I mean, Martin Emerson just made a good play. It was just a good play by Martin Emerson. Uh, it was a bad ball by Brock Purdy. I don't exactly know what he was he was doing uh, to throw that ball. I mean, that was just a, a strange f f ball. So that was Brock Purdy's fault. Uh, but the defense, the defense looked incredible. I mean, it was just such an incredible game by the defense. It just it looked like the defense was playing to a level that isn't something you see every day. I mean, it was just crazy how good the defense was playing. And then, uh, obviously, uh, I think this is probably the biggest part of the entire game, the missed field goal by Jake Moody. Now, here's a crazy thing. Jake Moody, along with Brandon Aubrey of the uh, Cowboys were the only two kickers left that had a perfect kicking record. M Moody and Aubrey had never missed. So, basically, um, God, oh, that was such a nerve-wracking game. I mean, that was such a nerve-wracking series. I mean, it, we, I, I, I was mad because what happened was we threw the ball. And it ended up being an incompletion. So basically what happened on the final play of the Browns drive before we kicked that field goal to make it 19-17, to 17, 
was um PJ Walker he was he rolled out to the right he was facing the he was he was under center actually I don't know if he's under center but he, he grabbed the ball and he scrambled out of the pocket to out of the right he was out the right of the pocket so he went he he scrambled out to the right and I mean he probably had about four yards of scrambling room but what he decided to do was he decided to throw the ball and the problem about this was it was an incompletion uh the 49ers only had one timeout left now what this would have done if he had scrambled and not gone out of bounds was it what was it would have forced um the 49ers to burn their final timeout so they would have had no timeouts left which would have, which severely restricts the playbook that a team can use because if you don't get out of bounds you have to run hurry up and spike the ball um which loses you seconds very precious seconds but he ended up throwing an incompletion which stopped the clock made it so we had to kick and so the 49ers ended up with a field goal or with a timeout i don't think they used the timeout i don't think they ever actually ended up using the timeout yeah on the field goal attempt they still had the timeout so it didn't end up mattering but yeah so basically i mean i was sitting there i'm just standing there and it's just boom 10 yards boom 10 yards boom now they're in field goal range and i'm like oh god we're gonna lose this game. We're gonna lose this game. We are actually going to lose this game. Oh, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew it was too good to be true. I knew, I was talking to myself. I'm like, God, I knew this game was too good to be true. I knew we couldn't win. And they line up to kick the field goal. Stefanski ices them, and the guy misses. And I am like, just so happy because he missed the kick and got us the win. And I'm like. I was so happy. I mean, it was such an incredible uh, moment right there because he missed and we ended up beating the best team in the NFL at that moment. Uh, before the game, they were considered the best team in the NFL. I mean, it was just such a good feeling seeing us win. Obviously, this shouldn't have happened because if you look back to the start of the game, Dustin Hopkins, Dustin Hopkins, he missed a field goal, which ended up, it would have ended up losing well, hold on. It would have ended up losing us the game. If Moody had make, made the kick, which he probably should have, it would have ended up losing us the game because it would have been 20-19 uh, to 19 49ers. But if Dustin Hopkins would have made that kick, it would have been 22-20 to 20 Browns. Obviously, then they would have had to score a touchdown, which how well they were driving down the field, they probably would have. But Dustin Hopkins, no shame on him. He is he still was great. Uh, he had that one missed kick, and then he had, let's see, I don't actually remember what his kicking stats were. Uh, he was four for five. Uh, he was four for five, uh, Dustin Hopkins. He missed that one kick and then made all of the other ones. And so, no hate on him. He did great, even though he missed that kick. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. That was such a good game. It was boring, but, I mean, it was just nice. To finally win a very intense game um and so oh man i mean i don't know there's not a whole lot left to talk about but um one of my favorite things is i think this was our super bowl if we don't make the super bowl this was our super bowl i mean just the the intensity of the game uh after jake moody missed that field goal everyone 
walked on to everyone. I mean, Elijah Moore was just running around. The He was just running around, just cheering. He was so happy. Um, everyone was just so happy. And that was, that was our Super Bowl, I think. I think that was our Super Bowl. I think if we don't make the Super Bowl, which I'm going to say it, it'll be kind of tough. This NFC, this AFC is really good, but I'm not going to say anything. I mean, we're the Browns. We will either brown it up and choke in like the AFC championship game, or who knows, maybe this was our our game and we're going to end up winning like 12 more games and win the Super Bowl. Who knows? Um, but man, everyone was so excited. And the funny thing was, was the 49ers when they came into the the the, the field there was like the scuffle at the start of the game i mean everyone was fighting uh just the whole all the benches had cleared they were all fighting um i think it was juan thornhill he was instigating something a little but then depot samuel got into it who ended up getting hurt um like a quarter into the game he that's one of the reasons purdy didn't do very well was uh depot samuel wasn't even in the game for most of it um but yeah and then like trent williams just absolutely crushed one of our guys it looks like it was a hit it was a really hard hit and knocked his helmet right off his head i don't know if he's wearing it like where you wear it where like the 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 the, the face guard like rests on your forehead and so it wasn't hard to knock off, or if it was on, but it wasn't strapped on, so it got knocked off pretty easily. I don't know. I didn't watch the video fully. Um, but yeah, they were fighting. I think that that scuffle, that fight, really made the Browns want this even more. Um, but man, this was just this was just such a stinking good game that we really, really, really needed to win because it was just such an important game for the Browns and for. Um, winning the the um winning the game against the best team in the nfl and winning the game uh to make us three and two to give us a much better chance to uh continue to be competitive and also it's just a huge morale boost i mean knocking off a t uh, undefeated team knocking off an undefeated team automatically makes uh it's just a huge morale boost i mean i, I get it I guess it's a week two when you knock off a one and no team, whoop de doo. But like, I think knocking off a five and no team who was considered the best team in the entire NFL was just such a good feeling. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that was just such a good game. It was Brock Purdy. Here's a crazy thing: that was Brock Purdy's first ever regular season loss. I mean, that is insane. The fact that it hasn't lost a single regular season game. That, that, well, I think they won like 13 consecutive regular season games or something insane like that. I, the 49ers are still inc an incredible team, don't get me wrong. But hey, we came in there and we beat them. So I don't know if you want to say like, since we beat them, that makes us better than us. I don't know. They're still probably better, but who knows, man. I mean, that was just... Oh, oh man, 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 man. What a good game. That was just so incredible. It was so fun. It was such a good, uh, a good game to to really to watch, to watch and to be a part of. To see us finally, finally do something good this season. Um. So I'm gonna quickly get to some Browns news. Uh, let's see. NFL.com. Uh, Nick Shook. It says, 
Deshaun Watson on missing games due to shoulder injury. Quote, I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy. Because uh, he did he did finally, finally talk to the media last week uh, since that week four loss to the Ravens. Um, Watson's status is still uncertain. He could play against the Colts, but it probably is unlikely, I would say. But who knows? I mean... It, th- they might um, they might end up actually playing Watson, but it bas- it all depends on if he's feeling okay and if his shoulder is actually still needs another week to be to really fully heal or if he thinks he's ready to go. But it's basically just up to the uh, the um, it's, it's just up to the 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 medical staff if he if they think he's ready to go or if he's not. Uh, so that's what matters. We're playing the Colts. They're three and three. Uh, Anthony Richardson is hurt. He's out. He most likely will get shoulder, en- uh, sh- almost said shoulder ending surgery, season ending shoulder surgery. So we most likely will be facing Gardner Minshew. Well, let me rephrase. We will 100% be facing Gardner Minshew. It just matters on if, uh, uh, Anthony Richardson ends up getting that shoulder surgery if he's going to play for the rest of the season. But we will most likely, or we will be facing Anthony Richardson. And Gardner Minshew isn't a bad quarterback. He's not good, but he's not bad. He's a really good backup. But he ended up last week against the Jaguars. He threw for 300. He Whoa. My goodness, I didn't even see this stat line. He threw 33 for 55. 55 passes for 329 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Not a very good game. Uh, so I don't think he's going to be too much of a worry. I think the Browns will handle business in Indianapolis, but obviously we can't talk about that too much because I have a look forward episode dedicated to looking forward to the Colts game. But yeah, yeah, there isn't much There isn't much more to get to. Um, Najoku's doing fine. He is still, uh, he's still burnt but he's doing okay he's not it's not severe anymore it's still healing um so hopefully njoku is going to be be able to really uh help out or njoku yeah njoku will be really able to help out um pj walker in the colts game um uh cut sion no not sion uh why can't i remember the offensive lineman's name jejic wills Jedrick Wills Jr., get rid of him. He still sucks. He doesn't know how to freaking block. I don't know why this guy is still in the NFL, um, why he's still on the team, why he hasn't been benched, why we haven't traded for someone, why we haven't picked someone up. I don't know. Get rid of him. He stinks. Um, Dewan Jones has actually been pretty good. Uh, the offensive line is starting to get injured, which is a kind of a bit, a bit of a problem because the, the, Deshaun, Wat- Whoa. the Deshaun Watson whole injury uh, whole thing was um i'm pretty sure was caused by uh him getting sacked no it wasn't it doesn't matter the offensive line is starting to get hurt so hopefully the offensive line can get a little better because um with people returning with injuries finally getting healed and stuff like that all right um that's about it i think i don't have much more to say um yeah I think I'm done. All right. Well, I love you all. 
Go Browns, and I will talk to you guys on the 21st of October. Peace.